Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hey, guys. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Astros Baseball. Today, we're going to talk about the Angels and the Astros series. We're going to do our players of the series and also fair or foul. But first, let's bring them in. Tom, what's up, buddy? Good evening, Rob. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, really excited to talk about this series. It didn't always look great, but it ended out well and definitely a happy flight, as they say. So each episode. I want to come up with something different than, hey, guys, thanks for tuning in. But I never, I, I think of it, I'm going to say this, and then when the, the lights come on, I say the same thing over and over. It's just a habit. But before we get started on Astros things, did you see this? Albert Poole hosted a 697th home run. The woman that caught it, I guess her father passed away a year ago, and I don't know if this had anything to do with it. But she tried to give it back to Poolhost, and he said, keep it. And he signed two more balls for her. What an amazing story. I mean, this guy's awesome. You know, everybody's gravitating to him. He's really an ambassador for the game. And uh, I did not see that, but I'm not surprised. <clears throat> All right. So let's get into some news here. JV threw a simulated inning today. I think it was after the game. And he said he felt good. He could return September 16th through the 18th at home versus the A's. That's a good sign. Absolutely. It's a great landing spot too. Uh in Minute made against a team that has nothing to play for, you know, not really gonna be high leverage. I would I would say take all the time you need, Justin. Take all the time you need. Another thing I read was Aledmus Diaz could be back on September 13th, Tuesday at Detroit. And that's a pretty big game. I think that's the game Hunter Brown starts. Uh, McTaggart wrote a story about the playoff rotation. Pretty much he's saying JV, Framber, Lance McCullers, and even though Urquidy had a bad game Saturday, Urquidy should be the fourth guy. I agree. I like the way that sets up. I think that's really good. I think it gives you a nice mix of different pitchers throwing different stuff to keep hitters off balance. Uh, I think that's something that, that that isn't looked at enough in rotations. 
where sometimes you get a lot of the same guys throwing the same stuff. And then you wonder why a pitcher gets knocked up or, or, or knocked around a little bit because, you know, the pitches are, are, are coming across the plate the same. All right. Also, the uh, news, I guess, yesterday or the day before they started talking about it. And we've heard rumors. We've heard, you know, they're trying to speed up the game. Pitch timers probably going to be in effect next year. Shift limits and then larger bases. The pitch timer, 15 seconds to 20 seconds. They're trying to cut off the game. I mean, they're trying to cut time off the game. Minor leagues, they say it's working. And then the shift, two infielders have to be on either side of the base. But, I mean, it's just a few inches. They, you know, usually in the shift, they stand behind second base, but they just got to stand just a little bit over. But the the outfield can do whatever they want. But they do have to be in the in the dirt, in the larger bases. You know, people said it's going to add to the stolen bases. It says it makes a four and a half inch reduction between the bases. I don't want to get too deep into this because I want to actually have a show over it someday, possibly. <laughs> but what do you think about these things? Well, the one thing I'll say is that uh, the th- almost 30 minutes that they're reducing the games of the minor leagues is why they're really pushing it. You know, I think it's 26 minutes they're able to cut down. I think it is going to matter because uh, the, the two guys that would normally shift, they have to be on the left side of the second base bag. So that makes a big deal. And then they all have to be on the dirt. So you lose that rover from the infield. How that plays out, out with the outfield, I don't know. They may still shift that way, but I think it's going to definitely improve things for the Astros. I look forward to seeing a better batting average and more hits from Kyle Tucker and Jordan Alvarez. Yeah, me too. Someone, someone showed a graphic and they're like, uh, they could probably just do this. And they had the left fielder. One of I don't know which outfielder it was, but they had all three left, all three outfielders all on one side to do the shift against left-handers. But I mean, I guess I'm uh, who's not for more offense. I'm I'm a good, I'm a I'm a uh, a believer, and if you have a good strategy to use to keep the other team from scoring, you should be able to use it. But if they're gonna do this, I'm fine with it, and we'll see how everything goes. But Friday, McCullers back for another start, and he looked good, buddy. Oh, absolutely. I think that if they're going to get this Lance McCullers back, minus the electric fastball, you know, they were just talking about it, you know, at length about how good he looked, how good the release looked, the snap on his breaking pitches looked. He was phenomenal. So let's get to the scoring. There was no scoring till the top of the six when Mike Trout broke the uh, – Zero to zero tie with a two run homer, but then Pena came back in the bottom half of half of the sixth with his seventeenth home run, and it made it two to one. And then Chaz had a night, a two run homer in the seventh, give us the lead three to two, and then he walked with the bases loaded. Pena came in to score, and that made it four to two. And then top of the ninth, Ward had a solo home run off of Presley. And that was the final score, four to three. It's not really scary that Presley gave up a home run because he, I mean, it's going to happen. He's not going to go, like we said, the bullpen's fantastic, but they're not going to go out there and give you zeros. But Lance McCullers, seven innings, only four hits and two runs, and a really impressive one walk. You know, when people throw only one or zero walks, I'm very impressed by that. 
especially when you have bad calls. And it's, you know, sometimes they have walks and it's not even their fault. But a great game on Tarot, no runs. Presley gave up a home run. Offensively, it was the Pena and Chaz uh, McCormick show. Pena went two for four with an RBI, and Chaz two for three with three RBIs. The Astros four runs on six hits. Even though they were 0 for 7 with runners in scoring position, they left 7 on base. What can you say about Chaz? Should this be our center fielder? He's making a strong argument for it. Uh, I've talked about it. We've talked about it on the show multiple times about how he's so much better against left-handed pitchers. And now he's starting to produce on, you know, doesn't matter who's up there. So if you're going to get some sort of consistent production, from Chaz McCormick out of the center field spot, you need to you need to ride that hot hand because that's one of the holes in the lineup that you're really worried about. Like, what are we going to get from them night in and night out? And then for for me, the big the big number for that whole Lance McCullough start was 105 pitches. Yeah. For him to be able to get to a 105, that that shows you that he's built up to to get to the the length. I think a lot of people were worried with the forearm thing that he had going on, which we still don't know what exactly it was that he wasn't ever going to meet, you know, that, that seven inning type length, you know, ACE type stuff. Well, he showed it uh, on Friday for sure. Oh yeah. That's awesome. You kind of looked at him with the coming back <clears throat> from the injury that, you know, he might be a piggyback guy that they might have to use one of the other starters as a piggyback guy. But like you said, he proved he could start and uh, go, go with the distance. But another thing I, I brought up the name start and I didn't mean to do a segue. I just wanted to bring this up. The last episode, you talked about how Bregman and Yuli Gurriel has been playing a lot of games, and they were off Thursday. Yuli Gurriel had the day off Friday, and it paid dividends. He got rest, and he he produced Saturday and Sunday, and let's get to that. So Saturday was Arcadi, and I think it was Friday when they did the gender reveal. And they and he said he was gonna have a little girl. And and I thought, like, well, the dad power worked for Bregman, but not for Urquidy. And then I was thinking, I can't tweet that because he hadn't had the baby yet. So it's not the same <laughs> thing. But I mean, I don't even know if we could go over this game because they destroyed us. Ward had a home run in the first. Yuli had an RBI single in the bottom of the first. We we're tied at one to one. They scored on a ground out in the second. Trout had a three-run homer, five to one. Uh, an RBI double, six to one, and that was the final. The Astros lose. Urquidy looked bad, buddy. Five innings, ten hits. That is a lot of hits. But I'll I'll give him this. This is one thing I'll take away from this, and I believe they brought it up on Saturday because it wasn't a local game. I think it was on Fox, and they said, "Look at these Astros pitchers. They're so good." Even when they get blown up like this, they give the team five or six innings. So you got to give Arkady props for staying in there. Absolutely. You know, that's one of the things that it's just not talked about enough. The way the starting rotation has, has provided so much length all season long. They've all been just absolute forces, logging tons and tons of innings. Even like you said, on nights where they didn't have it, whether it be him or Christian Javier or Luis Garcia, we've seen all three of them do it in different spots where, you know, didn't have their best stuff, didn't have a great game, and was still able to provide the link to give that bullpen, you know, not the the 
the okay three innings in we're getting blown out and now we got to you know run long long guys out there so yeah for him to do that was still really important um this is an angels team that's been really hot over the past you know two or three weeks i was not surprised to see them get it going for a game uh obviously you can't win them all but you know this isn't the same angels team that was like losing 12 13 games in a row at one point in the season yeah and we even go up with against them without our JV, without Framber. So they're kind of, you know, Garcia and Urquidy's not really the top of the rotation. Uh, but a good thing here, like Trout really had a good game on Friday and Saturday. He was tearing us up, and they gave him the day off today, which was pretty awesome. But uh, the thing about <laughs> Urquidy is uh, it was 5-1 to one after two innings. Some managers would be like, all right, take him out. He's, it's five to one, but no, not the Astros, not Dusty Baker. I'm okay with it. But the highlight for me and the highlight probably for you in the game was the magic man came in and pitched two complete scoreless innings. <laughs> Gremlins getting wet, whatever. I was, I was really surprised. One hit and three strikeouts. Great job by Seth Martinez. And Will Smith, he's been looking pretty decent lately. One uh, one inning and two strikeouts. Yuli Gurriel, arrested Yuli Gurriel, three for four with the only RBI. Altuve, one for four. And Pena, one for three. Let's go to today's game. I was there. And it started out the same way Saturday did. Otani. Otani's a beast, dude. I'm telling you. He got a two-run homer. It was two to zero. Top of the second. Velasquez had a solo home run. We're down three to zero. Three to zero. And I look last year, we went on 9-11, and uh we lost four to two. And I was thinking, oh man. But I'll tell you this. It was my grandson's first game. We took my grandson to his first game. And my daughter's third game, if you don't count when I took her to the Astrodome when she was a little kid, 2-0 and going into this. I thought she was our good luck charm. And right there, I wasn't feeling it, but we came <laughs> back. <laughs> How, did you get to watch the game or you were with your boys? No, I was with the boys and then it was my dad's birthday. He's got the the, the 9-11 birthday, oh, so wow. it's always... It's always never about him anymore, <laughs> but you know, we celebrated, we went we watched the, the Texans game. He's a diehard Texan fan, but um, I was checking in on them constantly, you know, looking over, you know, the highlights and stuff like that. 21 years ago. Crazy. All right. So here we go. The Astros say, you know what? We're going to take this series and we're going to hit five home runs. What an offensive <laughs> output after being down three to zero. Dubon got it started with the, his solo home run, his fifth of the year. The Astros load the bases, and Bregman hits a grand slam and makes it five to three. And in the bottom of the fifth, I posted this on Twitter. I know you saw it. First, there was a girl behind us yelling, the wave, the wave. And I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, we got guys on base. We're trying to score. Then there's a guy in front of me. Come on, guys. What? And then while he's trying to pump us up, he can't do it. No one's doing the wave because they're watching the game. I mean, we got two guys on base and they're trying to get it started. 
They can't get it out of their section. And then he gives up and he starts talking to some guy, Trey Mancini, three-run homer. And he's not even looking. He's so worried about starting the wave, not even looking. What a what a I don't even I'm not gonna call him a name, but I mean, why are you why would you be worried about the the wave when when you got two guys on and Trey Mancini up? Just nuts. What it proves, if it proves anything at all, is that the people that want to do the wave are not necessarily there for the baseball team. They're there for themselves and you know, it may be the party atmosphere thereafter. Not the the baseball fan, so to speak. I did not stand up for the wave. I'm against the wave. But I also cannot say you're not able to do it because, like you said, they're there to have fun. Not everyone's all into it like we are. Not everyone lives and dies with Astros wins like we do. Let them, ha- let them have their fun. I don't care. In the bottom of the sixth, the Astros score on a wild pitch. They made it 9-3. to three. Alvarez. Don't seem like he has hit a home run in a while. He got his 32nd home run, 10 to 3. Tucker, two run homer, 25th of the year, 12 to 3. And then LA got an RBI double at the end of the game, 12 to 4. Final score. The Astros win and take the series. Luis Garcia, the same thing. He gave up three runs, but he still went five innings, just like Arcidi. But he did get some run support and we win the game. Luis looked pretty good after the, uh, what was it, the first inning, first couple innings when he gave up runs. It looked pretty good. Luis, and and they've talked to him about it too in some of the post games, he seems to get better as the game goes on. Like if you're going to get to Luis Garcia, you have to get to him early because once he gets a lather going, once he gets a little angry, <laughs> a little frustrated, you know, the bulldog comes out, then he starts to pitch better. You know, I think that, that that's just something like, and if anything with, that kind of tells you too is that he's probably not a guy you want to bring out of the pen like unless you're going to bring him for long you know long relief or something like that just because he needs that he needs that lather you know and then he then all of a sudden he becomes the pitcher that can get guys out he can be downstairs in the uh indoor batting cage and just pitch a simulated game (laughs) just pitch like three innings and before he comes in but uh, we win the series. It's pretty awesome. Abreu pitched an inning, had a hit and a walk. But going back to Luis Garcia, he didn't walk anybody. That's pretty amazing. You know, uh, and like I said, Arquiti only walked one guy. He only walked. He didn't walk anybody. Abreu no runs. Stanek no runs. Smith one inning and a strikeout. Altuve went three for five. <clears throat> Tucker two for four with two RBIs. Yuli two for five. Arrested Yuli Gurriel whose jersey I wore today, Mancini, home run, three RBIs. Bregman had the grand slam, and he walked twice. Two for 10 with runners in scoring position. Two for 10, and they score 12 runs. That's nuts. But five home runs, left eight on base. They had 12 runs and 12 hits. That's a good number. Pretty good. So, let's talk about this. The Astros are 90 and 50. I love... Love, love, even records. 11 games ahead of Seattle, five ahead of New York for number one. But New York, they're starting to win again, aren't they? Yes, they 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 won last night. I think they're playing again still today. I, I don't know what happened today. Um, football started, and then, you know, I've kind of been in between there. What do you think about the Texans? I didn't watch the game, but they said that, you know, they had a lead. The team came back, and <clears> they, like, they tried to go for the tie and lost. 
So the Houston Texans Texans are a rebuild project. We know this as fans. It's just painful when you see them make such great strides. They led this game by 17 points. It was yeah. 20 to three at one point, you know, and it was 20 to three to start the fourth quarter. So, you know, there was probably some over management. It was like they, they played to win all game. And then I felt like the fourth quarter, they coached not to lose. And that stuff is so frustrating because your defense just poured it all out on the field. They played yeah. really well, regardless of what Jonathan Taylor did, who is a monster. Um, Michael Pittman for the for the Colts, a wide receiver, another monster. He's young, young and up and coming. And they just they had this game won, and they kind of gave it away. I never understand that, why something's working for you and you're winning the game. You want to win the game. Why change what you're doing? Don't worry about the clock. Keep doing what you're doing. Put pressure on them. I mean, if they know I'm just going to hand it off three times and punt and run some clock off, make it, you know, they're, they know that. I, I mean, you know, I'm not an NFL coach and I'm not smart like those guys, but that's what I feel when I'm watching the game and they kind of slow down and, you know, they take time off the clock because Oklahoma does it. And then they start, <laughs> you know, the other team starts coming back. I'm like, just run your offense. Don't worry about the clock. Win the game. You're the Texans. You're not supposed to win. You're up by 17 against the team that people project to win the division, I believe. I saw some about that today. But anyway, this isn't a Texans podcast. All right. So anyway, next up, we got the uh, Valdez and the against Detroit. Hunter Brown making his second start Tuesday. You said that was hometown. And then Javier, Wednesday, the game is at noon. And then Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Oakland comes to town. So a short road trip for the Astros. If you don't have anything to add to Sunday's game, which there's a lot to talk about if you want to add it, we can go to the players of the series. <laughs> Um, I mean the Sunday game, like I said, I didn't get to watch it. I kind of, I kind of hate that I didn't get to watch it because they put on such a offensive demonstration with all the home runs. Uh, I really wish they would have uh, batted around a little bit better. You know, like you, you made mention of all the guys left on. I, I fear that going to the postseason, but when you're able to hit the ball out of the park, that's the great equalizer. So I can't be mad at them hitting five bombs and. <laughs> Another one series, you know, like in the end, all that matters, you keep winning series. So I got an email from the Astros, and I don't know if I got this on the last podcast or not, but it's supposed to be the first responder coin was the giveaway today. And last year I got one. So I was looking forward to getting another one. But they send the email saying that I guess production, something's wrong, and, and they're not here. They didn't get them. So they said you're going to get a surprise, another another type of uh, giveaway. And I was thinking, you know what? The only thing that could keep me from being upset if it was a, a ring. And so it was me, my wife, my grandson, and my daughter. I got four American League championship rings. So I, I peeked so in the awesome. door after I went through security, and I, I and I saw him giving away rings, and I was like, yes. So I won right out the right out of the gate. <laughs> that's cool. You can't beat that. That's that's an awesome giveaway. Even though the the coins are cool. All right, you're supposed to talk while I'm drinking. All right. You know, anyway, you know what? I I thought about that, but I was like, we're gonna go right into players in the series. 
So I'm let's gonna do let it. him get his drink. Let him get his drink. Don't do it. You should have said it. Hey, well, you're drinking. Let's go to the players of the series. Uh, <laughs> what do we got? Pitcher. I got Lance McCullers. Lance McCullers for me too. That was such a big, big time performance. Just for like the the fans, you know, mental aspect. I know that a lot of people are already looking towards October. It's it's hard not to. You know, the division's pretty much wrapped up. It would take something cataclysmic for them not to win the division. I'm, the number one seed's starting to look a little wrapped up. I mean, they're up to like six games with a tiebreaker, be like seven games. So that's going to take something crazy too. So now basically it's like, please get everybody healthy. Get everybody as healthy as you can. Get your rotation lined up, however you got to do it. I don't care if that means you got to pitch Hunter again or whatever, give somebody a break, whatever. You do it. and Let's get ready to be lined up. You know, you're going to have your little bye if you if you get the yeah, number one. Yeah, they'll have some days off. <clears throat> so get all that stuff squared away so that you're rocking and rolling when the, when the series starts. So the thing about McCullers is he didn't have a whole lot of competition because Urquidy and Garcia both gave up three runs and then went five inning. But you, but what if you look at McCullers' line, what stands out is that 7.0. Going seven innings is very hard to do. And – uh I'll get to this later, but who do you got for position player? This is kind of hard. It because is. Because you had somebody that did really well the first game. Somebody did well the second game. And then everybody did good the third game. So for me, it's Bregman. And it's always Bregman, Bregman just, for you. I what, you, well, you told me you wanted me to give recognition where it's due. What did he do it, the first two games? He just was average. He just was average, but so was the team. You, you know what I mean? Uh, no, nothing crazy for numbers, but nobody had crazy numbers the first two games, other than Chaz, which we'll get to Chaz in a minute. But uh, <laughs> for me, I got to pick a guy, a monster that that had a monster performance. That slam changed this game around. They do not win Saturday's game. They don't have that slam. Well, you got to get on base to get a slam. True. My my player of the series. Is Yuli Guriel? No, it couldn't yeah. be. <laughs> yeah, it is. And the reason why is he didn't play Friday. Saturday he had three hits and he had two hits today. He had five hits and two games. And this is a guy getting slandered all over the place. Why is this guy in the lineup? Why is this? He's, got, he's 39. Get him out of there. Five so hits. is he passed the Rose Award? Is that what we're saying? I'm giving it to him. Five hits. Because he's getting he's getting my Rose Award. And I was going to give it to Chaz until today. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, he is down in the uh, – you know what? We should do a list of who's in, who's Rose-worthy and who's not. You're, like, relegated like soccer. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you can't be up there with the big boys. I mean, I think Yuli was kind of, you know, relegated to the Rose Award, but five hits – and this is after being slandered. Get this guy out of my lineup. And you said it. You said it. He, ha he has played almost more games than anyone. And I looked it up. I think he's played the third most games. If not, and he's like the oldest guy. Yeah, it makes no sense. Five hits. I don't care if this guy had a grand slam. Mancini had a three-run homer. Du <laughs> Dubon got the first run. Tucker had a two-run homer, but none of these guys did anything the first two games. 
because Peña and Chaz had two hits. Maybe they had a hit, but they didn't have RBI. Bregman didn't have an RBI in either first two games. Nope. But who had more RBIs for the series? Who cares? (laughs) It's player of the series, not player of Sunday. He carried it. He carried Sunday. Hmm. All well, right, anyway, buddy. like I said, Yuli who's your is rose, my rose award? Yuli is my rose winner, and it was gonna be Chaz. Two awards. Chaz, Chaz was gonna be the guy, but we talked about Yuli, and then Yuli had a good day today and a good day yesterday. So I feel that because we also said he was rose worthy, that's why Yuli is my rose award winner. But Chaz has played great. I wanted to give Chaz some love too. I love the idea of Chaz McCormick in center field. I like the scrappiness. I like some of the the locker room stuff. You know, he's the dance guy a little bit. I love the 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 piece that he is in the lineup to be. You know, he can also run, steal a bag, maybe. Yeah. Younger guy. I, I just like him. Well, these guys, you know, they were getting their feet wet. Chaz was playing a lot of games. He was doing very well. He wasn't doing great, but he was doing good enough. And then they bring Myers back and he sits out. They get they they uh this is what's funny is they they sent him back to triple A. And like you said, he was he never even got to leave because somebody got hurt. But they're like, you know what? We don't want you on our team. And he's gonna end up being the starting center fielder when we get to the playoffs. That's nuts if you think about that. But my Rose winner. Is the magic man, and the reason it's no the way. magic. I'm just gonna give my the award to my favorite players. <laughs> Basically, at least you're honest about no, it. Because no, he no. only pitched one game, but he threw two innings. He gives up runs every. Well, okay, what did he do the last time he pitched two innings? He gave up a hit and a walk, and they took him out. This time he pitched two no. complete innings, buddy. And he is my Coach Rose <laughs> Award winner. And I thought about Chaz as well. But are you ready to get to fair or foul? I am. I am. All Let's right. do it. We'll do fair or foul right after this. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right, we are back. Number one, we said this about Jose Arquiti doing gender reveals. What do you think about that? Fair or foul, gender reveals. I think it's fair. I like that they're doing stuff that's kind of different. You see all the different gender reveals now where it's like geared towards a sport or something like that. I thought it was interesting that Arkady swung a bat when he's normally a pitcher. You know, I thought it would have been cool if he would have threw the pitch to his wife and his wife hit it. That would have been that would have been pretty cool. But all, all, overall, I think they're it's a good idea. Uh, it wasn't something I did, but not bad. My kids were born way before gender reveals. But to me, it's fair. And what's funny is people, there there was a video going around of this guy did a gender reveal in his backyard and he struck out. And that is the thing like <laughs> that made the Urquidy thing so awesome is that he hit it and it exploded 
and it was all over his hat. The pink was all over his hat, and I thought that was really cool. And what what you don't really think about when you're watching this is they didn't know what they're going to have. So it, it, it adds more excitement. But to cut this short, even though I got something to add to it, the best gender reveal I ever saw, they were they had two wrestlers, one were pink and one were blue, and they had a wrestling match in the backyard, and it was awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. So like the the girl was pinning the boy, and then somebody came in and like hit him with a chair, and the girl. It was very exciting. The best gender reveal ever. <laughs> All right, number two, buddy, you got this one. I do, I do. So with football season starting. Something that I've always wondered because it's 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 definitely a staple with football, but you see it now in some sports, tailgating in sports other than football, fair foul. Fair. Do you want to have fun and tailgate? Go for it. Did you happen to see the video of or some NFL game today? Somebody left their grill on and burned like six or seven cars. Unbelievable. Like but I say I, fair. I, <laughs> that's got to be the worst thing ever because all six people were parked next to each other. So they probably tailgated together. Yeah. So they come out of the stadium and their cars are charred. I can't or if imagine. they didn't tailgate and they come out of the stadium and like, what happened to my car? Hmm. Yeah. That would, that would suck. Yeah. <laughs> what do you say? I think fair? it's, a, I think it's fair, but it's, it's just not, it's awkward. You know what I mean? Like, you, could you imagine tailgating a baseball game? No. Couldn't do it. You know? They do it in soccer, and I think it's okay-ish, but like, it's still like awkward. It feels like it should be only football. So I mean, I couldn't imagine tailgating a basketball game, but but I mean, you hear you hear about it all the time. I think the difference in the football and baseball is most most football stadiums have a place for you to park, and they're actually inside the parking lot of the stadium. So maybe that's it. All right, number three. This is mine. Big OU fan, their game was on ESPN Plus, and I could not watch it Saturday. <laughs> I'm not going to pay $10 for ESPN Plus to watch my game. So fair foul, putting sports on these channels like Peacock, YouTube, and all this stuff where you have to go buy a subscription, foul for me. <laughs> it doesn't grow the game. Let everybody watch it on TV like normal. This is... Money hungry, greedy, greed, greed, and foul. <laughs> the problem is, is that your team, especially your Sooners, because we know it to be true, uh, along with my Longhorns and everybody else that like follows a power five school, they're using that money to pay these players now. So I think it's fair because you have to come up with these crazy, crazy, crazy NIL deals to get people to go to your school. So I feel like if they didn't have these games on these marquee channels and stuff like that, now how are you going to pay these players? They're going to end up going to Jackson State or wherever, you know? So you, yeah. you kind of think about it both sides. I don't like it either because I don't want to pay for all those programs either. And there's some games I'm just not going to get to watch. I just got to make my peace with it. But it's yeah. fair because they're using that money to put put it back into the team. Well, the fairest thing about it is usually the Sooners have a game on pay-per-view every year. and It's like 50 bucks. So you could you could probably do a trial and then cancel it. But I didn't want to go through the trouble because it was Kent State. And they were losing three to zero. And they won 31 to three. Thank God. <laughs> All right. Number. Oh, this is you. Number four. I got it. Number four. That will be M&Ms other than peanut or chocolate are not M&Ms. To me, no. 
That so that's so, fair. So I'm no, asking that's you. fair. They're not. That's so that's fair. <laughs> okay, okay. So M&Ms other than chocolate or peanut. The two the two classic. Those are the only two M&Ms there are. We my <sighs> wife bought brownie M&Ms. Those aren't M&Ms. It's M&Ms. It's got the logo on it though. It's M&Ms Corporation putting their candy shell over different things, maybe almond, but I don't know, man, just how many, how many are you going to make? All of them. <laughs> no. And then you got Reese's, you got Reese's peanut butter cups. And now they have, I don't know, man, come on. See, I don't mind it. I don't mind it because I'm, a, I, I like peanut butter M&Ms. Like the, not the, that, I like the peanut ones too. But when they did peanut butter, I'm like, oh, man, that's really good. And I haven't had brownie, but I, I kind of, when you told me that, I was kind of like, hmm, I wonder if those are good. You know, <laughs> they like are. they are. <laughs> then I can't, I can't care less. I oh, care let me tell you it. this before I forget. You know how we watch that show? I was going to tell you this at first. We watched that show, Married at First Sight, and they did the mm -hmm. show in Houston. I ran into one of the mm -hmm. characters at Bucky's. Small world. <laughs> he walked right in front of me. And I go, hey, 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 aren't you the guy from me? He's like, yeah. And I was like, hey, hey. And then, so it was funny. Like, I, I did a podcast with Sean Barry. And I was calm, cool, and collected. And then afterwards, I got nervous. Like, I was so nervous. I don't know if I held it in and I let it out. That's how I felt meeting John. So you say all M&Ms are M&Ms, and I say no. So the last one is this. I see this at games, going to Astro games. It's the Astros and the Angels, and there's, you know, some guy walking around in an A's jersey. Like, fair or foul, if you go to a game, you should either wear the Angels or the Astros jersey, Some the two teams that are playing. I'm so torn with this one because I want to say foul. I think it's so foul. So because... if you're out of town watching the Yankees, not Yankees, but let's say you go see the Cincinnati Reds, play the Cardinals. You're going to wear your Astros jersey? I guess you represent where you're from. I don't know. And 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 part of me would want to. Part of me would absolutely want to. But I feel like it'd be wrong. It'd be like, hey, they just don't wear one. Or, or you know, I'm not saying go wear one of their jerseys. I would wear my hat. Exactly. I would do that. But, like, the jersey is, like, eh, it's a little much. Like, you see it all the time. Like, at, at Astros games, you'll see people show up in Yankees jerseys. And the Yankees aren't even in, you know what I mean? It's like, what are you doing? And then my favorite is, and, and Yankees fans hate it, at least some of them do, is when they have the name wrote over the top, yeah. like Judge. Yeah. I love calling those guys out because it's a fake jersey, you know? I mean, but that's like, some people are like, they're really torn about that too. Like, if you're going to wear a jersey, you should wear a real one. You shouldn't wear the, you know, the one with the name on it. Like, we don't know who 99 is. And I'm like, I'm okay. Hey, man. It. I'm okay with it. I mean, you're, you're selling <clears throat> merchandise. But uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't want. I don't want to tell people what to do, but I don't know. I don't know why you want to wear a jersey of someone that's not even in the game. Why are you even at the game? Why are you at the game supporting the A's and they're not even there? But why would you wear an A's jersey anyway? All right, buddy. Again, got... If I got a free ticket, I would do it. <laughs> that's true. All right, buddy. We got about one minute for your final thoughts. Another one series. Uh, they're going to play some more teams. They should beat. Totally see them winning 100 games. Looking forward to seeing Hunter Brown start, too. What's the number? 10 and 13, I believe. Yeah. 
So I think they're going to win 100. They're very well on pace. And uh, we got Framber on Monday. That's a win. Hunter Brown on Tuesday. That's a win. And then uh, Javier at noon. Who knows what's going to happen? I think like just like you, that's another series win. And with that said, thank you guys for tuning in. And before we run out of time, we'll see you next time on Astros Baseball. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.